Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to The World in 10. I'm Cara Bentley. And I'm Tom Harrigan. We're here, as we are every day, to bring you the very best stories in journalism from the Times of London's correspondents around the globe. In the next 10 minutes, we'll find out why Japan has so many centenarians. Why a second senior member of the Chinese government has disappeared. And why silly science is worth $10 trillion. Well, sort of. You know when you turn 100 in this country, at least, you get a letter from now the king, used to be the queen. Well, if you were head of state in Japan, you would probably find yourself with not much else to do, as in Japan, there are now 92,000 people over 100. It really is quite astonishing. Now, when records began in Japan in 1963, there were estimated to be just 153 centenarians. The Ministry of Health, Labour and Welfare says improved medical care is the biggest driver of longer lifespans. But there are lifestyle factors at play too. Gavin Blair, a journalist in Japan, writes for The Times and told us what the Japanese people's secret is to such longevity. He has been driven mainly by advances in medicine, says the ministry. Japan has universal health care and there are regular health checks administered by both local clinics and companies. The traditional Japanese diet is also pretty healthy, rich as it is in fish, vegetables, tofu and green tea. Obesity rates for the overall population are about 4%, though they are rising, probably due to some westernisation of the diet. And a lot of elderly Japanese people stay very active, uh, playing sport, hiking, dancing and involving themselves in in various groups and organisations well into their twilight years. Japan does have a bit of a problem, though, at the other end of the spectrum. The government is attempting to increase the low birth rate, which has actually led to the population falling by nearly 800,000 last year. And they're so worried about this, they actually have a government minister who covers population decline and they're expected to announce a big financial package over the next three years aimed at increasing the number of couples having children. I want to stay in Asia because there have once again been some suspicious goings-on in the Chinese government. Now, in July... 
the country's foreign minister, Ching Gang, was suddenly replaced without warning several weeks after he vanished from public view. And this sort of thing doesn't happen without a reason. No, and now another top politician, the defence minister, Li Shangfu, has disappeared as well. But why? Now, the Times' China correspondent, Richard Spencer, can hopefully shed some light on this. Thanks for being with us on The World in 10, Richard. First of all, who is Li Shangfu? For years, he ran China's space rocket program. He's an engineer by education, long-term People's Liberation Army general as well, which is uh, necessary to become defence minister. He took over the job in March. Qing Gang, who was foreign minister as of the end of last year, was another relatively new character. And both of these ministers have disappeared from public view. There's some suggestion that Li Shangfu is under house arrest. What do we think he's done? This is probably connected to a corruption probe into the PLA and in particular into the rocket force within the PLA. Interestingly, the former defence minister who General Lee replaced has also not been seen since he uh, left office in March. So it does have its other interesting knock-on effect. So Ching Gang, the foreign minister who's disappeared, I mean, he was accused of fathering a child out of wedlock with a uh, TV reporter. Whether that's enough to get him sacked is not quite clear, but that's the, the story going around. So what happens now then? Are they going to stay in the shadows forever? So when senior leaders disappear from view, they normally do get put on trial if there is wrongdoing suspected. Um, We've had some very high profile trials in uh, recent years, particularly under Xi Jinping, of Politburo members who have fallen foul of the party in some way. So if Li Shangfu is suspected of corruption, then why would expect to see him put on trial, perhaps not immediately, but in the next year or two years? It's possible that he's just being held responsible for not ensuring accountability. All senior leaders of his rank are watched by the party for the rest of their lives. So yeah, it is entirely possible that he will just disappear into a quiet retirement if no criminal wrongdoing is suspected. Ching Gang is more complex. We don't know anything really about what he's accused of. And if it just is this affair, it would be unlikely for him to be put on trial. And on the other hand, he's also quite young. So it'd be quite hard to keep him out of the limelight for you know the remaining 25, 30 years of his life. But that is always possible. What do reanimated dead spiders amorous anchovies and electric chopsticks all have in common. Do I really want to know the answer to this? It does sound a bit like Frankenstein's Monsters Weekly shopping list, I know, but these are all winning subjects at the Ig Nobel Awards. They take place each year. I didn't know that until today. And they happen a month before the real Nobel Prizes are handed out, essentially to celebrate the silly side of science. And I spent part of today watching the 90-minute award show, which was an experience in itself. We had songs specially composed for the event all about water. My dear daughter is water. There were also comedy skits, scientifically themed of course, and a whole lot of silly hats. So they've clearly got the memo about trying to make science fun. Oh yes, but some of the winning research is actually really interesting. For example, those amorous anchovies I mentioned were causing storm-like conditions in the water off the coast of northwestern Spain in the night, not in the day. And experts didn't know why until they realised the fish were mating in their droves. And then there was Jan Zalasowicz, who studied why geologists like him 
lick rocks. This is what he found. Something that's not very clear then becomes much clearer when you look at it with a wet surface. 200 years ago, geologists were licking rocks to find out what they were with no machines, no textbooks, no microscopes, no chemistry indeed. They did geology, at least in part, by taste. And it worked for them. I thought the best bit, though, Tom, was the fact that the winners were handed a $10 trillion bill from Zimbabwe. Which sounds amazing until you realise you can pick them up online for about $100 US dollars or £85. But Cara, it's not about the money anyway. It's about the silly hats. Yes. <laughs> In May, there is a bit of a tradition for those of us who like fashion, which is scrolling through the photos from the Met Gala and, quite frankly, picking the most ridiculous outfits. The Met Gala in New York has been nicknamed the Fashion Oscars. Funnily enough, I've never been invited. And now it seems Anna Winter, the editor-in-chief of Vogue, the one who's always pictured in sunglasses, wants to start something similar here in the UK. Now, for the second time, Vogue World came to London last night to kick off London Fashion Week. It considers itself, according to the marketing blurb, a theatrical celebration of the very best of British culture and fashion. And as if just to prove its Britishness, Twiggy, Sir Ian McKellen and the Olympic diver Tom Daly were all involved and the live stream started with the tolls of Big Ben and Kate Moss. I mean, it was a real variety performance. We had everything from Stormzy to a soliloquy from Shakespeare. Tickets were £150, not much in comparison to the Met Gala, and some students were actually able to go for free with proceeds going to several theatre groups. And you can actually still watch it all back online or you can check out the Times' article, Vogue World London 2023, all the best dresses and looks. Obviously, with any big event like Vogue World, you want to make sure everyone can get a drink. But that's not been the case at the Rugby World Cup in France. Organisers of last weekend's matches in Marseille ran into a few problems and with more games happening in the city this weekend, we asked the Times' reporter Elgin Alderman what had been going on. It's safe to say that there was quite a bit of fury in Marseille after the uh, England and Scotland games with many fans assuming that the ground had run out of beer as they were unable to get some cool refreshment during England's victory over Argentina. The organisers have since said that there was plenty of beer and water. It was just that they had refrigeration issues because of the heat wave, which is affecting France at the moment with temperatures at the opening weekend around 35 degrees. So very hot, sweltering conditions. And those that did try queuing throughout the matches missed a lot of the game. Thus far, there have been some uh, supporters who have been unquenched at the games, but the organisers are confident that as the weather improves and they, they get to grips with the situation that it, it shouldn't happen again. Yeah, fingers crossed. Don't forget you can follow every try, every conversion of the Rugby World Cup on the Times website. Fancy a pint, Cara? Absolutely. Providing we can get one. Yeah. <laughs> We're back tomorrow. Tomorrow.